Hello, everyone. Welcome again to EOB Salon Talk. Today's guest is no other than Miss Bogie. How are you doing, Claudette? I'm great, but actually I'm a little bit nervous. <laughs> really? Don't be, don't she, be. <laughs> no, she just no. turned, you turned the table on me. Yes. Like, now I used to do the talking, asking the question, now you're going to ask me the question? Yes. So you know what I do. I mean, a lot of you probably don't know me, but my name is Bogey Management, and I've done interviews for, I would say, several years, you know, from reggae artists to hip-hop to R&B. I mean, so today is actually your day. I'm, I'm actually humbled <laughs> to be interviewed by you, so I'm a little nervous. Okay. So go ahead. I guess now I'll turn it over to you, right? Sure. For people that don't know Claudette, who is Claudette? Ah, who's Claudette? Claudette Jaws is a hairstylist. Okay. Um, I'm a stylist from Essence of Beauty. I own two salons in Mount Vernon, mm -hmm. Essence of Beauty 1 and 2. I'm also an educator with Design Essential. Okay. I'm actually now a regional educator with Design Essential. I'm a master educator also. Oh, wow. So now I, I also work, you know, I'm just... All that, but I work with Miss Universe. I do a lot of little stuff. I think you're being very humble with us right now. Um, I know I seen you with the Essence Festival. I mean, you've been in Jamaica. I know I seen you in Jamaica recently. Just talk a little bit what you was doing in okay, Jamaica. Okay, so yeah, I was in Jamaica. <laughs> so I was in Jamaica working mm -hmm. with Miss Universe okay. and Yuzuri International, actually. Okay. So what I do is I style all the ladies for the um, pageant. Okay. So I was the official hairstylist consultant for the Miss Universe Jamaica. Okay. So I went in, I looked at the girls, look at their gowns and decide how I want them to look. You know, me along with the directors, you know, yeah. the directors, you know, they make great gowns and they have a lot of input. Yeah. So that's pretty much what we did. Okay. But as I said, you're still being a little bit humble. How do you get the opportunity to get a position like this, because this is Jamaica Miss Universe. It's not like just any other like regular, you know, pageant. This is like big. So how did you get the opportunity to work with something like that? So I've been a hairstylist for over twenty some years. Okay. I've worked with Fashion Week. I've done. I've actually done Bahamas Universe and okay. World. Um. So I do do a lot of little stuff. On the outskirt, I don't like to talk about myself actually, <laughs> but um, I do do here. Um, and as an educator with Design Essential, I actually do a lot of platform work. Okay. So they've seen my work, and one year I was in Jamaica, and the niece of mine, Sasha Henry, was uh -huh. in this world, and I did, you know, I end up helping out for free doing the hair because yeah. I didn't like what was happening. I'm Jamaican and I wanted to give back. Okay. So I just grabbed combs and I start working. Yeah. And then they're like who did these girls here? Yeah. And then I end up doing this interview on the TVJ thing. Okay. Which I don't like to be interviewed by the way. <laughs> but I end up doing these things and um, then I met Carl Mark from Isuri International okay. and we spoke about doing it. They asked me if I would come out. They flew me out, and there goes a great partnership. I mean, Claudette, this is all great experiences. How did you 
decide to open up your own business because that that itself is hard you know as a female becoming a female entrepreneur how did you start your first store in Mount Vernon so I'm gonna tell you a story though okay so I started I used to be a hairstylist 20 something years ago I came here from Canada okay and I learned, I remember I lived in Toronto and I used to do hair okay. at a space they call El Rica's. I mean, but this was just a space like you would just yeah, rent out a booth or something? Yeah, I used to be something. and I learned. No, in El Rica's I was an apprentice. It's different in Canada. Okay. Then I came here and I knew that's what I love to do. Okay. So I decided to be a hairstylist, go to school. I went to get my hair done uh -huh. and I realized I was teaching the lady how to install my weave and she said can you come in and help me you yeah. know so I went in and I was helping her install so I started working here and I decided to go to beauty school okay. I got I went to beauty school but while in beauty school I used to work at a salon called it's finally here okay the address of the location is 36A West First Street. Okay. Which happened to be my salon now. Okay. But we'll go back. So let's fast. <laughs> we will go back. We'll fast forward later. So I was working at a, a barbershop doing here, and it was a friend of mine. Okay. He actually has a stylist on one side, the barber's on one side. Okay. So, but I didn't, I just didn't like the service clients was getting. Okay. I, it was a nice salon. Not everybody was nice. But I felt like I had more to give to my clients. Okay. I wanted when my clients come in there, there's a special ambiance, yes. the look. I expected more. Okay. So I said, I'm going to do it. So I, I start buying furniture and put in my basement Okay. at the time. I, I went out, got a job. was paying me crazy money. Okay. Not doing here because that was my dream. So I yes. was doing that. To so get to where you have to, to be. To get to where I have to be. Okay. So I started gathering my stuff, so to speak. Okay. So I did that, and then I opened Essence of Beauty 1, which is almost 10 years ago. Now, June 15, okay. 2020 will be exactly 10 years. All right. I mean, that's a great accomplishment. So, I mean, you open up your, the Essence on First Avenue, uh -huh. right? On Fourth, 120 South That's Fourth. on Fourth Avenue, right? Yep. So what what made you decide to open up a next salon No, I'm an overachiever, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> um, I always have a lot of stylists that wanted to work. Um, okay. you know, I work with Design Essential, and I wanted to provide a platform for them to work. Okay. Um, Essence of Beauty 1 on 4th Avenue, that's my baby, that's my first baby and my yes. first love. It's, it's something I love to do. Yeah. And it was good and it was started, but then the vision came differently. Okay. Now then, I'll tell you a weird story. Okay. My second location is actually where I started. Oh. So I started doing here at... 36A West First Street that is finally here. Okay. And that was I a barbershop? No, it used to be a hair salon. Okay. That used to be the baddest hair salon in Mount Vernon. <laughs> Everybody I know used to go there. Mary J. You name them, they had been in that salon. Okay. It had the baddest hair, um, um, baddest person that needed their hair done would have been there. Yeah. But also it had the best hair stylist. Okay. That's pretty much where I started. Okay. But it, it, it came full circle. Okay. Kind of. 
because it was available. All right. And I got it. All right. And now that's the essence of beauty too. Okay. So let's talk about a little bit about about Mount Vernon because Mount Vernon is now developing. Um, you know, it's a lot of you know stores coming, new stores, and it's like they're trying to develop Mount Vernon right. in a different way. Do you still see yourself expanding even further into like a, a store number three as time is going? So my vision is a little wild. I do plan on expanding. Okay. But in a different way. How? The way I'm about to expand in my mind. See, I have crazy stuff in my mind, right? The way I'm about to expand in my mind is something a little different. Okay. So I believe in figuring out what people want. I put, I'm, an, I'm a hairstylist, but I'm also a consumer. Okay. I'm a customer. All right. What, dif- what would I like differently? When I walk in a salon, what would I like to have done? Yeah. So my so like vision, having, having rum punch available to us oh, as we walk through the... Oh, I do serve wine. Okay. Um, and I do serve it in glass. Not plastic. <laughs> I'm just saying that's that's just me. Yeah. Because I believe in setting a standard. Okay. Um, whatever you do, you have to kind of set a standard. You know, um, the stylist that works there, they're handpicked pretty much. Okay. Um, I have in one location, and you know, a chair that's available, and someone may call me. I need a, a chair. Yeah. It might not be a good fit. Doesn't mean they're not a great stylist. Yeah. It means that it has to be a family base. It has to be okay. within the, the 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 same energy, so to okay. speak. All right. So pretty much, I choose who you carefully are. who I add to the team. Okay. So suppose you know, like a person like me. I want my hair done by Claudette, nobody else, all right. right? So how do you manage, like, clientele that requests just you? Because, you know, you are the face, you know, I at do, EOB. I have that. I do have that. People do come in, I want you, only you, I have to have you, da-da-da-da. Yes. But what I develop is a relationship with people. Okay. I try to talk to people about what I do. But if you come in for me, say for braids, and I'm I ha- I hire people who are great at what they do. Okay. So I'll explain to you, I'll show you their work, and I'll guide you through it. Okay. I'm not gonna send you to a stylist in the salon and leave you. Yeah. I'm gonna sit right there. I'm gonna be handing you a glass of wine or water. Okay. Sparkling, whatever <laughs> you prefer. I'm just saying. Yes. But I'll guide you through it. Okay. But if, if it's something I could do, I'll accommodate it. Okay. Um, I'll come in on a day I don't work to accommodate my clients. I'll do a Saturday, a Sunday, a Monday. I'll accommodate you. Okay. Like I was away for three weeks. I know I'm going to have to run in a Sunday for a client and a Monday for a client. Those are yes. not days that I'm normally yes. in the salon. But I know it's a day that I must go because my client is my boss. Yes. And my celebrity client, all clients are celebrity clients, all anyway. Yes. yes. So if one of my celebrity clients walks through the door and say, "I need my hair done," I'm gonna be okay, darling. We're due, and I make it. I make yes. it do. So I feel like I'm a little bit more available. Okay. I try to be at least. Try, try to be. You can't please everyone, but I try to be. Okay. But you know, you're talking about you know the hair salon and stuff like that. So I know you don't just cater to adults, you also cater to the children as well. I do. So let's talk a little bit about how do you give back to the children every year? 
Ah, well, I do have a foundation. It's called T-H-A, though. Uh-huh. Giles Foundation. And there's a funny story behind that. We might not have time for that. <laughs> but T-H-A, uh-huh. Giles Foundation, G-Y-L-E-S. What I do is, so after I opened my first location, I uh-huh. decided that my birthday is the day after Christmas. Okay. You know, yeah, they. I never get gifts. It's okay. I'm over it now. You get it all in one. No, I'm not. I expect a lot of gifts this year. (laughs) But normally I don't. Okay. Right. So what I decided to do was Uh open my doors during the Christmas time, and this was a gift I was gonna give in my mind to four. Okay. And I said four. Uh huh. Four young men or women. Period. Yeah, okay. I couldn't afford to get their hair done. Yeah. Once I decided to do that, once they, they came, I, I spoke to a lady. She was working for the state at the time. Okay. And she said, you know, there's some foster care and homeless kids that um, would probably benefit from what you're offering. Too. Is okay. it okay? If I said, oh, sure. So I wanted four. At that day, I got eight. Nice. Mm, no, that no, wasn't nice. Why? You didn't have enough staff? It was or? great that, no, I planned on doing it myself because oh. I wasn't, I didn't invite people in. It was my gift. Okay. My birthday gift to the world. Okay. You know, every year I buy myself something big. Yeah. Used to. Okay. For my birthday, I decided instead of buying myself something big, I want to do something big okay. for someone. But this this year you got eight people and it was just you. Like, I got eight people I had to feed, do the hair, and give a gift. Each person I gave a gift to. Okay. So then the next year I decided, oh, this was great. The kids were so appreciative. So while there, I was shocked, of course, yeah. I'm a whim. The news came in. I didn't know where. But I you didn't... got media coverage. Like, I got media. Yeah, yeah, you... I didn't know where they came from. But I'm saying it's like. It's actually a great thing, like, to give back and then have, like, the news come to just interview you. Like, I know you're looking at it, but I'm like, it's just, like, such a great accomplishment. Um, How many people could say, like, the news just appeared at my door just to interview me, just to see what event I was doing? But at first, I didn't look at it like that. I... Because I know I you don't, like, you don't seem like, like you I like was, the attention. I, but no, like, I felt like I was violating these <laughs> young kids. But like, it's like... They loved it, though. I know. They loved it. I know the people who got their makeover loved it. But Claudette, it's a great accomplishment. A lot of people wish they would have the opportunity to get. You know, it's just like... Well, Bogey, <laughs> I didn't know what I got into. Yes. I went from eight kids, then the next year I got 15. Yes, and it's just getting bigger and bigger. The bigger you are, the bigger it's just. Then the other half was like, oh, you can't pay for this. Because the first year it cost me almost a thousand something dollars. Plus a client donated $50. Yeah. Um, I never forget her name is Tina. And she gave me, she said, call me when the kids get here. I'll send them pizza. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I got to feed them. Yeah. So I wasn't sure what I was doing. I was just doing it. Yeah. So she helped and she sent me a pizza for the kids. So then I'm like, oh, yeah, I need to feed them. Yes. And it keeps growing and growing and growing and growing. But as it gets bigger, I know that Miss Universe, these interviews, they look at these things and they're like, well, Claudette is doing her thing. Look at the media coverage she's getting. Look how much people know about Claudette and EOB. Um, And, you know, they get all excited, you know. 
Okay. Yeah? <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> um, I know you're very humble about it, but it's like a great accomplishment. And it's just like, it gets bigger with time, you know? Yeah, this year, actually, Bogey, I have issues because I got 50 kids. Oh, so wow. what I did, I went to social service because I wanted to make sure the kids I'm, I'm, I'm doing every year. Yeah. Is, so I got my 501c3. Let yeah. me pull back a little bit. Okay. I got my 501c3 and because I wanted people to be able to donate. Uh-huh. Tax write-off if they feel like it. But yes. I got my 501c3 and I'm doing it so I'm getting a little bit more help. Okay. One year through a client. Yeah. I got the NBA came in and they helped. They gave me NBA Cares. So in doing it, I'm learning that the needs are getting greater. Okay. And when I went to social service, to my surprise, they had this whole, oh, thank you for coming. It was great. Um, the last event was good. And I'm like, they had a whole to do. Yeah. You're like, please tell me you're doing it again this year. I said, yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, so what it is, is that now they're like, but we actually have 50 kids. Can you do 50? First, they wanted to do 100 kids. Yeah. I didn't have the space for 100. Yeah. I didn't think financially I was able to do 100. But I'm saying, when you do these events, um, how easy is it to get sponsorship and donors and... Well, Bogey. Get, get involved. The, the local restaurants, and I have local people and friends that I've yes. been donating. This year, however, I'm actually doing a fundraiser. Okay. I'm doing it on October 26th at okay. the Seamouse, okay. which is where we are right now. Okay, uh, what's yeah. the location for Seamouse? 128 Gramerton Avenue. Okay. We're actually doing it here this year. I'm going to make it because I wanted to tell people, I used to donate to a lot of charities. Yeah. But I wanted to tell people what I'm doing, what their, where their money is going, and okay. show them a little. And from what know, time? What time is this? It's uh, going to be from about 7 onwards. Okay. Because this is Saturday, and I do know people work on Saturdays yeah. in this country. Yes, we do work <laughs> on Saturdays. I'm a hairstylist. So I wanted to give time to people to get here. Okay. So it's going to be October 26th. It's going to be on a Saturday. The donation is $25, right? Okay. But I also ask for them to bring toiletry. Okay. When I say toiletries, they're like, oh, yeah, for girls. No. Okay. I need toiletries for boys also. Okay. Like, what the, What exactly are you looking for? What kind Roll-ons, of Roll-ons, um, sanitary napkins, toothbrush. So deodorant, toothbrush. Deodorant, toothbrush, hand lotion. Okay. Toothpaste, floss, dental All floss. Right. Stuff like that. Okay. And um, this is basically to give back to the kids. That so all those gifts will be on December 16th. Okay. We're going to be giving it to the kids. Okay. Um, we're going to have their names. Normally, so I'm learning as I go, as I told you, and I have yeah. a little committee that's, thanks, Carmen, and they're, they've been grateful. Okay. I'm, I'm grateful. What they've been doing is, like, teaching me. Okay. So I'm doing it, but I'm learning. Yeah. Um, but I'm this learning is all a is. learning process for you anyway as you go, because... I mean, as you get bigger, you meet new people, you experience different things. So you're just, you know, expanding and learning. Anybody would tell you they're learning. I'm pretty sure Jay-Z is learning about this NFL deal that he's doing. You know, it's just, it's a learning curve and a learning experience. But you have to go through it in order to experience it and actually learn. So. That's true. That's yeah. true. That's true. So basically, October 26th, everyone needs to come out to Steam House. And yes, 128 Gramerton. Yes. And basically, it starts at 7 o'clock till whenever. 
I'm, um, I'm going to have surprises. I'm uh, looking for a host. What are you doing? Uh, you know, I'll be there. Ah. Uh, uh, I'm definitely there. Okay. But basically, you know, it's open to the public. You guys need to come support $25. That, that's nothing for a lot of people, especially if you're a New Yorker. $25 is what? McDonald's money? So you guys need to come out, support, and you know. I hope that I hope that people will understand what it truly, truly means to give to the kids yes. that actually need it. Yes. And like we send kids to the prom. Okay. Like I get a phone call. Like I got a phone call. Like the young young guy, um, man, one of the guys that we sent to the prom. Okay. And one of the young ladies that we sent to the prom call, and they were like, Miss Barnett, I just want to say thank you. Okay. I felt like someone gave me a million dollars. I mean, I mean, anybody in that type of position that's looking for help and somebody is that's reaching out, you know, I'm pretty sure they appreciate it. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of people, I'm pretty sure in New York, because, you know, New Yorkers, they like to keep their face forward and not look sideways. If somebody turns their cheek and to look at them, I'm pretty sure they appreciate it, you know, all the way. So. Well, I'll shock you for a second. <laughs> Mount Vernon is what? Four square miles? I'm not sure about the Mount the Vernon distance. is four square miles, right? Uh-huh. And there's more than 400 homeless and kids that yes. are in foster care. Yes. In yes. Mount Vernon. In like, Mount Vernon. It's like unbelievable. Yes, it is. So I'm doing and my Mount Vernon is so beautiful because, you I'm, know, I live in Mount Vernon and Mount Vernon money is... Money earnings. <laughs> Mount Vernon... I mean, the potential is there. I mean, it's just we have to work as a community yes. just to get it on track and back to what it used to be. Money, you know, Earning money. Earning Mount Vernon. You know, so everybody make sure you come out October 26th. But let's get back to Claudette. Um, oh, oh. Um, I mean, more about me. I thought, yes, um, yes, more, a little bit more. Not too much because we're not trying to give away all of your secrets. No. You know, so let's talk about what do you plan for the future? What what advice you could give to young girls that's out there that's trying to become entrepreneurs or a hairstylist or a fashion designer or you know just what advice do you have for you know the younger generation that's coming up? For me, um, one thing I'll say to a younger person, younger generation is be consistent. That's okay. one. Figure out what your goals are and your dreams are. Uh-huh. It doesn't matter if someone say no to you. No, One no for me means, okay, I'm going to work harder. Yes. Thanks for the no, but I'm going to work harder. Yes. So no, doesn't ne- no is not necessarily a disappointment. Okay. No sometimes just prepare you for another level. Yes. I've heard people say no to me for many things. Yes. Um... But it's okay. It is okay. Because you telling me no bogey today about anything, which you will never tell me no because... I would never tell you You know, I learned how to get over the nose. Yes. Um, It's just for me to work harder. Yeah. So work out your goals. Whatever your goals and your dreams are, don't let anybody tell you it's not possible because I'll tell you, and I could probably go on and on, if I... Claudette Susan Jobs could do it. Anybody in the world can. I mean, I know a lot of females out, you know, women and female in general, they get a no. Say, like, it's their dream. And you approach it and you get a no. You feel hurt about it or, you know, but, like, sometimes it takes 
somebody else. Look for a mentor. Look for somebody that could talk to you to lift you up, like Claudette. You know, that could tell you, you know, let, let's do this differently. Maybe you could have done this a little bit differently. Be open-minded, you know. Take the no, but take the criticism as well. Because a lot of people don't like to take criticism why they got that no, you know. So. I... I'm in a position that I could help, right? Yes. So my only responsibility, I believe, in life, at this point in my life, yes. is to help. Yes. But what I learn is that not ev in this society, as mm -hmm. much as we hope that everybody's going to help and be there, yes. it's not going to be the case. Yes. The people that we're going to expect to be our supporters and our cheerleaders are never going to be our cheerleaders. Yes. You know, be humble. Yes. Um, one thing I think that's lacking, there's a lot of people out there with talent, mm -hmm. but they're not humble. They're, there's no drive. Okay. I am driven. Okay. I believe that if I need something, I believe I could do it. Yeah. Um, it's a mindset. Yeah. Life, it's all about a mindset. So I believe if you have a dream and a vision, sometimes you might have to change your mindset yeah. to achieve the goals yeah. in life that you have. And... It's hard. Yes, it is. I would agree. It, it is hard. My life was never easy. <laughs> yeah. Um, I do make it look easy, though. Yeah. Fabulous. <laughs> but it's hard. Yeah. And I believe that's how we should be. God gives us lemons yeah. and lime. I'm yes. going to make lemonade and sugar and water. So I could, I could tell you a little bit about myself. So when I was younger, just coming out of high school, one of my friends, he was doing a TV station. And basically, it was in Manhattan. It's one of the local M&M, local uh, stations or whatever. He was interviewing rap artists. He got an opportunity. He was like, I'm going to get reggae artists. Bogie, I think you would be good at interviewing. It's your, your, tea, your cup of tea. It's like these reggae artists, I don't know nothing about Jamaica or whatever case may be. You come on board. I remember my first interview was Beanie Man. And I'm time that... Oh, wait, time out. <laughs> Your first interview was my the, being a man? Yes, yes it was. I'm so jealous. So you have to understand, back then when I was younger, you know, you had the Bogle dancing, you know, Ponda River, Ponda Bank, and them type of something there. And I was like, I was super... Happy. I was like, it's Beanie Man. This is like a legend. Like, you hear Beanie Man and everybody just go crazy. He wasn't crazy about it because he's like American, yeah. so he didn't understand. I was like, slum and all of these songs. I was like, I could go on and on and on just talking about Beanie Man. So, I remember going to, I think it was Atlantic Records. And everybody was on Beanie Man because that time that he was with The Angel. And everybody just wanted to do this thing. Oh, talk about the angel and Bone to Killer and him. I was like, forget that. Let's talk about Beanie Man. Like, I want to know the dances. I want to know what's the latest thing. He, at the end of my interview, he was like, I appreciate you. And he gave me a kiss on my cheek because I did not talk about the angel. Oh, wait. So you talked to my talk Beanie Man and you angel. got a kiss? Like, of course, I got one on my cheek. I mean, not, I'm not, not to make the angel jealous or anything because, you know, but my interview with him was so superb because I'm talking about the dancing. I'm talking about this. Nothing could distract me from what the goal was. You know? It was like basically I want to talk about his past, his future, future in music. I could care less who he's with. I was like, this is Beanie Man. Like, come marry me at the time, you know? So, I mean... You just learn from your experiences. Even from that, I branched off into management and stuff like that. You just learn. 
it's just the opportunity you get and you just learn and you continuously right, right. learn from that. You know, interviewing with TVJ, Temple TV, Backyard TV, I've done. But I would just count my blessings because you've been blessed, Claudette, with all the experiences and exposure you have. You. I mean, you have links to politicians. I mean, you're just, right now, I would say you're just international. I mean, I know you don't I'm like the title, but like you're growing so much and I'm really proud of Thank you and I you. really look to you know look up to you so I'm glad to be in your corner <laughs> so. no I am no I'm impressed that you're interviewing me you know I'm nervous though I mean but you're taking it as a champion trust me the champion you are so I mean I think that's it I think that's enough information for the public for now you know for now but you know just you guys stay tuned um, just let people know how they could contact you or listen to your podcast and see your interviews. Right. So it's EOB Salon Talk on um, YouTube. It's um, Essence of Beauty NYC Instagram. CSGiles at gmail.com. Uh-huh. EOB Salon 120 South 4th Avenue or 36A West 1st Street. Um, come by. Come get a hug. Whatever. You know. I, I, my salon is welcoming. If you want to come in and get a hug, it's okay. okay. A lady came in today, you know, she wanted to use the bathroom. Someone was like, no, I'm like, no, let she wants to use the bathroom. Yeah, let, let her, her go. go. Yeah. If she messed it up, I'll clean it. So what? Yes. You know, so I'm about, you know, giving back, loving, just loving on each other. That's all we have in life yes. is love. But you guys need to come to Steam House. On October 26th, 7 o'clock to whenever. Yep. Can you just give the address one more time for the people that didn't catch it 128 Gramerton Avenue. It's at Seamouse. It's the Giles Foundation. It's a holiday gift back. We're doing a donation. Bring toiletry. You could also bring a gift card because I do give... I do give the uh, recipient gift cards. I like them to have the experience of going to shop for themselves. Yes. You would be surprised the things that we take for granted that they don't have. Going to Target to buy your own food is a pleasure. The last time I gave a young um, guy, you know, and his parents, like I gave them a $150 gift card. They were like, oh my God, thank you. And they called me and I'm like, ma'am, it's fine. I am, it's okay. They're like, no, I need you to know that I'm grateful. So I do it for that reason. And I'm sure, you know, a lot of people that are watching are giving back. But please, I would love you to come out on October 26th and support. Mount Vernon is building and it does need um, your help. We yes. need to make sure the kids are our future. Yes. So is. at the end of the day, if we're not protecting our future, then yeah. the future is them. I mean, and I we believe have it's Claudette right. to help us out, you know. When we're falling, we have Claudette to come and pick us up. So. Well, bogey. <laughs> Thank you. I was supposed to interview her. She interviewed me. I'm not comfortable on this side. I gave you guys side. a brief synopsis about me, but it's all about Claudette today. It's not about me. We could say but that for thank, another day. Well, thank you. Thank you. Th- this like, is part one, actually. Yes. Two and well, three. Look for it for us. We're coming to you October 26th. Make sure you're here. If not, you can check us out on YouTube, on Facebook, whatever. Say it, name it. You'll find us. Oh, I found one of my hosts. Thank you. Hey, Bogey. <laughs>